Hey guys, Darren Watts here. Uh, before we get into this podcast, I just want to throw a disclaimer out there for everybody that's listening. Firstly, I appreciate everybody taking the time to listen to me. But if anybody is listening to this podcast for the sake of advice, well, for the sake of actually trying to solicit advice from a professional, professional, then I'm not your guy. I would recommend that you listen to another podcast that has just that, a professional mental health personnel, psychologist, and all of them. But if you're listening to me just to hear my story, hear other people's story, and just solicited uh, some knowledge or some educational stuff from what I read, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. But other than that, thank you for listening, and enjoy this podcast. So when it comes to, um, you know, mental health and other people doing mental health podcasts, um, the one thing I've noticed is that, of course, they touch up either on their experience on mental health, other people's experience on mental health, or just straight, strictly the um, the foundation of mental health, the different things that involve with mental health or mental illness and um, the different types of medications being taken and you know, what they go through, what the medication puts them through. Is it satisfying to them? Is it not satisfying to them? And eventually I'm going to get to that in year two. But my whole solemn purpose of doing this podcast is not only to do that, but my main focus also is to focus on the world. The world that surrounds us when it comes to mental health. You know, when... Um, certain things happen. Those are the things I like to focus on. You know, um, back in year one, I've done a lot of different things relating to, um, you know, mental illness and mental health. Um, I have discussed um, Donald Trump. I have discussed, um, let me see, um, the deeper aspects of mental health, of course, with depression and anxiety and, and stuff like that, and the different medications and, you know, um, financial issues and all of that. I discussed all that in year one. And I haven't done something in, uh, since I've done this podcast, and I decided today I'm going to go ahead and do this because I feel like that this is also an important topic to talk about and how it would affect um, your mental health in so many different ways. But before I actually get into what we're going to talk about, um, I want to welcome everybody back to Breaking Mental Health with Daryl. Of course, I am your host, Daryl Watts. So, as I just mentioned just a second ago, there are things that in the world out here today that, you know, really needs to be talked about, I discuss them. 
you know, I want to actually get to the nitty gritty. I actually want to do the homework. I actually want to get to, you know, many different things that, you know, that can also affect different, um, that affects, you know, different in different ways to different people on how it affects their mental health. And yeah. And, and and then of course I will be I will be host I will be talking about these things that are happening in this world. So on today's show, um, I'm going to discuss, um, of course, the message, which is now, and um, we're going to go to my journey, your journey. We're going to talk about magic mind here um, next, and then right to. Daylight savings. That is an important one that needs to be discussed. Why? Because there are so many issues with daylight savings to where it affects a lot of people's mental health, especially sleep patterns. So... Just to give a brief, brief preview of this before I actually go deeper into it a little later in the podcast. One of the things that I have actually seen and learned about daylight savings is that it has, in my personal opinion, has started to become a little bit pointless. Now, I did a piece, a little small piece on it back in year one, which I just remembered. I did a piece on it. And at the time, I really didn't do the necessary homework that I needed to do in order to understand daylight savings. Now, I have actually read, did a little bit of research, and seen what it do and how it affects people in their mental health. So, um, we're going to get to that uh, a little later in the podcast. But... The message for today is, is that no matter what, no matter what your circumstances is going on in today, no matter what, you will always do the best that you can. You do the best you can because there's only 24 hours in the day, right? There's 24 hours in the day. And I hear people all the time talk about, um, yeah, they don't have enough time in the day because, you know, they do this and they do that. I was telling Darren the other day, I was like, um, I remember watching the video of Kobe Bryant. And I remember him breaking down your day and what can it do to benefit you. He said this. Imagine you get up at 9 o'clock, and not specifically in his words, but I'm paraphrasing it. The times are very different, but I'm paraphrasing Imagine you get up at 9 o'clock in the morning. You go in. Actually, you get up at 8 o'clock in the morning. You get up at 8 o'clock in the morning. Then you go in, 9-11, do your training, rest, recover, go back again, do a, um, uh, maybe do a, um, a 1 to 3, rest and recover, 3 to 5, rest and recover. And then after that, you know, Either the rest of the day is yours or you continue doing my training. But imagine, imagine if you got up at 3 o'clock in the morning, 
You do what you got to do. Five o'clock, you hit the gym. Five to seven. You rest and you recover. Eat breakfast, do whatever. And then you get back up on the grind, nine to 11. Nine to 11, you go, grind, rest, recover. And then you do one to three, three to five, five to seven, stuff like that. The whole solid purpose is how much repetitions you're getting in in your training. That's the whole purpose. That's how you kill it. Every day, that's how you kill it. I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. I get up at 4.30 in the morning. I only have a two-hour time frame from when I get up, do my projects, do my work, and then I actually go to work. And that's a whole eight hour a day. And I come back home, and I'm continuing my work. Now, that's all going to change because I'm going to spend a lot of time on this, and I'm going to spend a lot of time doing that. It's a lot of things that I got to focus on, and I'm going to do it. So just keep in mind that you do the best you can. You train your brain in a positive way to do the best that you can. Nobody can run your life. Nobody can tell you what to do, no matter what they tell you. No matter what they tell you. You be you. You run your life the way you want to. Grown people status. All right? So just keep that in mind. That's the message. All right, guys. My journey, your journey. Uh, talk about Magic Mind real quick. Magic Mind, two shot, uh, the, the two ounce shots, best shot you can ever take. It helps protect your anxieties and your productivity. Now, I've mentioned throughout the uh, previous four episodes of this podcast on what it's done to me and what it can do for you. And you show what you do on film, on video, make a video of yourself being the best version of yourself within the 14 days that you have done. Take Magic Mind. You do the, you be your best 14 days. You post it on uh, magicmind.co slash uh, 14 days of magic. And then, of course, you got the uh, social medias of uh TikTok, Instagram. You tag Magic Mind with it. You tag Magic Mind. And I've explained how the 14 Days of Magic has done with me. And it done me a world of good. So I'm just here to remind you, this is, when this podcast come out, we'll be in the very last week of it. And... It'll be done after this. It'll literally be done after this. So, get them in. Get your videos in. Get your magic shot. Uh, Two-ounce drinks if you haven't already. Try to do the best you can. Because after this podcast, is it. It's literally it. So, get it while you can. So, if you haven't gotten it, what you do, you get any ones you want. But if you want the 14 days yourself, you get the bigger pack. But you can use my promo code, BMH14. You get 20% off of your purchase. Don't forget to do that. Use my promo code, BMH14. Please, 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 please do that. Please do that. Get them in. Let's get to work.
the Sunshine Protection Act. In ways, it is the daylight saving time meaning of it. So, welcome back to Breaking Mental Health. I am Daryl. Um, as I said previously, um, this is a uh, one of the most peer important discussions that need to be discussed also. And we have to really understand the perspective of what daylight savings time can do to you and your mental health. There are some pieces of information in here that really needs to be heard. Now, you've already probably heard it before, which is totally fine. But I'm here to repeat this process to kind of make it a repetition to make you understand what daylight savings can do, what it can't do. So let's get to this real quick. So the Sunshine Protection Act. So this bill makes daylight saving time the new permanent standard time, um, which would be effective next year, uh, November 5th of 2023. Uh, the bill was presented by Senator Marco Rubio, a Republican in Florida, on March 9th, 2021. And the latest action up to date from this recording, uh, they have passed the Senate on March 15th of 2022, and then on March 16th of 2022, it has been sitting at the desk of Joe Biden ever since. I'm sorry, it has passed the, um, it has passed, um, the, uh, I think it passed the, uh, I just said it, the Senate, and then um, it's stalled in the House, so it needs to pass that before it gets to Joe Biden's desk, so um, here's the million dollar question, would you prefer early sunrises, early sunsets, or later sunrises, later sunsets? So how does daylight saving times affect our mental health? Studies have shown that year-round daylight saving time will improve our economy, alter our energy consumption, and enhance our physical and mental health, according to Ed Markey. Uh, Markey's remarks is unproven due to today's uh, data. So we really, so we really aren't sure about the economy the energy consumption, and physical and mental health. The U.S. Department of Energy concluded in a 2008 survey that uh, daylight saving times reduces the total electricity consumption in the U.S. by 0.05%. In a separate study, that same year by the National Bureau of Economic Research found that while electricity use went, well, electricity use went down because of daylight savings time, uh, heating and cooling energy usage went up. And sleep experts tell another side. This is where we need to pay attention to right here. They support year-round permanent time, but not the Sunshine Protection Act. Get that. 
They support year-round permanent time, but not the Sunshine Protection Act. They actually support permanent standard time, which is evident has shown is a better option for the health of American citizens. A 2020 study shows by the AASM found that standard time aligns best with natural human circadian rhythms. I'm sorry. Um, uh, let me tell you something, folks. Um, I'm just going to be real here. Sometimes I hate taking notes on this podcast because it's, I have a hard time reading my own handwriting. That shit sucks. It sucks. So I'm going to say that it aligns best with natural human heart rhythms, leading to decreased risks of adverse cardiovascular events, mood disorders, and motor vehicle crashes. Now, I gotta explain this real quick. Let me let me explain this one. So when they say that, when they say that um, it aligns, that the 2020 study shows that the AASM found that standard time aligns with best with national human uh, heart rhythms, leading to decreased risk of adverse cardiovascular events, mood disorders, and motor vehicle crashes. Let me just say that it has nothing to do with idiots on the road that just driving to get to where they need to or where they want to get to. Because all of this right here, um, um, heart rhythms, um, cardiovascular events, mood disorder, motor vehicle crashes, it still goes across the board. We risk that every day. But they're talking about in the state of standard time. Not anything else. Just standard time. That is what you need to understand because when we're talking about any other any other subject or deal it doesn't relate to daylight savings time. It doesn't relate to anything else. This is what they see in support of standard time versus the Sunshine Protection Act. This is what they see. They are looking in the eyes of humans and sleep and what they actually need to look at the bigger light in. Because if they pass this bill and they make this permanent, that would mean that it was sunrise later rather than earlier, but it was sunset later, I mean, uh, a little later than usual. Which brought up the question that I brought up earlier. Which would you prefer? Would you prefer early sunrises early sunsets, or later sunrises, later sunsets. That plays a role when you put in the Sunshine Protection Act to try to make these tiles permanent, and then we move those clocks forward, that's it. Now we're on the later side of everything, later sunrises, later sunsets. Later sunsets is cool. It's awesome. 
you know, you still want more time into the day also. But there's no, absolutely nothing wrong with having early sunsets. I mean, sunrises. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. You still want to be able to get up, walk out your house at 7 o'clock in the morning and see a crack of sun come up over the horizon. Instead of you walking out, if the Sunshine Protection Act became permanent and you moved your clocks forward, you go outside at 7 o'clock in the morning, it's still dark. I see this side of this story. And I also see Rubio's side. But at the same time, Rubio, <coughs> he's not all the way in. He's not all the way in. So I don't support that ordeal. I don't like this Sunshine Protection Act. I don't like it. Now, I like the idea of it being a permanent ordeal, but I don't want the Sunshine Protection Act to be a permanent thing. Now, Indiana has always been Central Standard Time. Always. So, I feel we need to get back to that. But I will get to the different time zones here in a hot second. And it's going to be brief when I discuss this. It's been more supportive for standard time versus daylight saving times. Our bodies don't go by clock time. They go by sun time. Let me read that again. It's been more supportive for standard time versus daylight savings time. Our bodies don't go by clock time. They go by sun time. Remember, Sunshine Protection Act passes. We move those clocks forward. That sun ain't coming up till 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm sorry, it ain't coming up to 8 or 9 o'clock in the morning. Your body is still wanting to go to sleep at 7 o'clock in the morning because it is still dark. Because your body is reacting to the sun. A little sun, a little crack of sun in the horizon. Is what everybody needs. They'll be fine. I love when those clocks go back. They need to stay back. We don't need the Sunshine Protection Act. We just need the clocks to go back. Indiana just need to go back to Central Standard Time. When Mitch Daniels decide to fuck everything up with the times because he wanted to decrease, you know, children come uh being out, you know, um, Late at night at like 8, 9 o'clock, but it was still sun rising and it wasn't even dark outside. So he decided he wanted to change the clocks back, back in 05. And guess what happened? That didn't change anything. That just made more crime happen. More burglaries happen. That's exactly what happened. So now we're getting earlier darker. And crime is coming up. And now crime is happening during the day. So you didn't benefit from that. So let's just go back to Central Standard Time. And the crime is still going to go up. What difference do it make? Quit touching shit. That's, that's the hashtag. Quit touching shit. Just stop. 
So, how many states are in more than one time zone? Believe it or not, out of all the 50 states in the United States of America, 13 of them are in more than one time zone. Oregon and Idaho split between mountain and Pacific time zones. Nebraska, Kansas, Texas, North and South Dakota are divided between central and mountain time zones. Florida, Michigan, Indiana, Kentucky, and Tennessee are split between eastern and central time zones. And lastly, Alaska is split with the Alaska time zone and the Hawaii Aleutian time zone. Alaska just need to go back to Alaska time. They're Alaska for a reason. Let them be in Alaska. Let them have their time. I mean, look, this is just my opinion. This is just my opinion on how the sunshine protect enough with a little bit of research, a little bit of homework. This is just my opinion on why I feel that the Sunshine Protection Act isn't really going to help a lot of people's mental health. It's just not going to help. You know what else adds to that? Depression. Anxiety. All of that. Because you put the Sunshine Protection Act, let me, let me throw a prime example out there. You pass the Sunshine Protection Act, okay? It's, now let's say that it actually did pass. And now we are in November, we're in November 5th, 2023. Okay? Now, we move the clocks forward. Guess what? It's 5 o'clock in the afternoon. The sun is almost rising. The sun is sunrising. Down into the horizon, the sun rising. And then when six o'clock hits, it's pitch black dark. At the time of this recording right now, it is it is a quarter after four. It is 4.15. It is sunrising. Uh, it is sunsetting out there. I kid you not. It is sunsetting as I speak. Right now, it is a quarter after four. 4.15. Six o'clock hits. It is pitch black dark. Now your anxieties have shot up through the roof because it's dark outside and you probably still got a lot more errands to do. You look at your watch and you see how early it is but it's too damn dark to do it. We can't even enjoy sunrising and sunsetting with a bunch of light because it's so damn early. There's a lot that needs to be done, but you got so little time to do it. Now, that is perfectly that is perfectly the reason why that you get up, you get up early, you get your shit done, and then you do what you got to do during the day, and then after that, boom, you're free. But at the same time, you want some daylight. You want to see some sun. When you work eight hours a day and this Sunshine Protection Act comes in, you're barely going to see it. All you're really going to see is the sun coming up, and that's it. 
and you decide you go out for lunch, you can enjoy 30 minutes of that. That's not enough time. That is not enough time. A lot of people would believe that moving the clocks forward could affect their mental health, their anxieties, their depression, everything. And then they talk to the psychiatrist, they talk to the doctor, and then they probably got to make a change again. They probably got to make this change again because they're, they're, maybe their anxieties are so bad because of what's happening. That medicine, that dose is just not doing them any good. Maybe they got to up it. You know, I'm just speaking out of terms. I'm not speaking for the people. I'm just speaking out of terms on what could really happen. If it hasn't happened. You know, I've talked to a lot of people and just on a regular day itself, their mood changes. Can you imagine what it'd be like when the Sunshine Protection Act kicked in? Can you imagine? That is a long way from trouble. I'm not happy to the fact that Senator Marco Rubio brought, brought up the Sunshine Protection Act. I'm not happy about that at all. Now, if he would have brought up to the fact that, hey, everybody just needs to go back to standard time, there could be an advantage to that. But I'm still not happy about that. But here's an advantage to that. If the Sunshine Protection Act had changed, if it had changed and it actually passed and Biden signed off on it, or whoever would be the future president, I don't know, because I don't think it'll probably get through anytime soon. But if um, Biden actually did get a hold of it during the time of this, if he got a hold of it and he actually signed it, what could happen as an advantage is that your local government and your local house could actually go and decide if they want to go back to standard time, which means you can switch your clock back. That's one way of looking at it. But there's always things to positively look at these things, and that's one of them. They can actually decide, oh, I don't like this shit. We're going to move this back. We're going to move this back. That could happen. Then, they could be like, uh, okay, this is fine. This is totally fine. So let's just leave it like that. That's not a good thought. You know, that is never a good thought when you have to think about it that way. So think about that. I want you guys to think about daylight savings times as it is. You know what I'm saying? We're not in daylight savings now. Okay? It's over and it won't come back until spring, until we spring forward. But as the extra time that we have for the early sunrise and then the early sunset, it's more beneficial. This is more beneficial. You know, there are things to think of. There are things to look at when you see this. There are different ways of like, oh, yeah, the Sunshine Protection Act really do not need to be in existence. They really don't. Let's just get the local house government involved and let's just say, hey, 
we need to keep this the way this is. But like I said, if they actually passed it and the local government, your local government from wherever you're from and whatever you live, they decide to change it back. That's a plus. That's a big plus for you. So just think about that and think about what the daylight savings has done for you. I want you guys, I just want you guys to do something for me. If you guys listen to this podcast, I want you to write down the advantages and disadvantages to what you do on your daylight savings. So when daylight savings is not in from uh, March through November, what is your advantages and disadvantages? And then when daylight saving times hits, what are your advantages and disadvantages? That is from November to March. Write those down. When you do, send me an email. BreakingMiddleH at gmail.com I want to hear and I want to read those advantages and disadvantages. I want to I, I read them. Email me. Now, if, you, if, you, if email is not a way for you and you're on the social media, great. I'm on Instagram, Love University. I'm on Twitter, at Love University. DM me. Do whatever. I don't care. Just write me. Write me. I want to know what it do to you. What's your advantages and your disadvantages? And I want to know, during both of those times, how that has affected your mental health. I really want to know that. For real. I am very, very for real for this. But ladies and gentlemen, that's all I have. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you listening to me. I really, really appreciate this. Um, so next week... I'm going to go ahead and discuss one of many things. Distancing yourself from family members. Distancing yourself from family members is the appropriate. I will discuss that next week. But I enjoy everybody's time. I enjoy people listening to me. I really appreciate this. Uh, I want to thank my sponsors, uh, Magic Mind. You can follow them on uh, TikTok and uh, Instagram. They're on Twitter, too, um, at Magic Mind. Go ahead and follow them. Get your money's worth. But be true to yourself. Understand that. Please do. But until then, be true to yourself. And always remember, when it comes to listening, you're one step closer to bringing awareness. Let's go.